Hi everyone, it's me. It's Sabella. <laughs> How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay.、Uh, more than okay. I I'm just like doing my thing. Just living. <laughs> I really just don't know how to explain how I've been feeling,、um, but I'm doing pretty all right. That's why I'm recording this. I thought I would give like an update, or I don't know, just talk about like my feelings, myself, what I've been trying to do for myself.、Um, it's been a really interesting month since we last spoke, or since you last like heard me.、Um, I don't want to get into the details because the details do not matter. I mean, they do matter, but they don't matter, and I'm not interested in like airing、uh, my personal life out on a public platform. In my with my friends, I will. <laughs> I will tell you every single detail about what went on.、Um, but I guess on a platform where I don't know who's listening, and I don't know people on here.、Uh, Or I don't know every single person on here. I don't want to like give too many like intimate details, right? But the short gist of it is that my Capricorn ex and I are not on speaking terms, and I don't think we ever will be again. <laughs>、um, some things happened. I found out some really fucked up details about what he was doing behind the scenes while telling me that he. Uh, wanted to be with me. That he thought our connection was still perfect, and you know, I was thinking, oh, I, I do kind of want to get back with him, and I'm thinking about it. And we had been seeing each other for a while, and he was seeing my nephews, personally requesting to see my nephews, might I add,、um, while. Telling me there was nobody else in the picture, that it was just you know he had no time for dating. It was just me and blah blah blah.、It、turns out that was a lie. <laughs> Among the many things that this man lied about, <laughs> the man is just a compulsive and pathological liar. And even his own friends, um, say that he is. So it's more of a reflection of him than it is anything else, right? So, I when I found、uh, something out from a friend, a mutual friend, shout out to her.、Um, when I found some things out, I sent him a text message that said some pretty mean things, but、uh, I think kind of deserved and warranted. <laughs> I don't regret being mad about anything. I I am the kind of person who does not regret being angry and saying things out of anger. I don't regret it. I meant it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's like a bad if that's like a bad trait or a toxic trait of mine. It might be. Um, but me sending those text messages were the nicest thing I could do. What I really wanted to do was to um, kind of I don't know. Ruin his life and make his life so miserable, <laughs> but it already kind of is. It is like it already is, and I don't need to do anything to that. But, um, man, what I originally wanted to do, everyone said like, no, you're gonna regret that. You're gonna regret that. No, I would not. I would not have regretted it at all. 
<laughs> just like how I do not regret um, texting him and telling him all those really mean things. And just like how I don't regret, I mean, maybe I regret this thing or maybe I'm just like kind of embarrassed about it, but I don't regret like sending DMs to to girls he was like talking to or thought were cute. <laughs> I don't regret that. <laughs> Some days I do, some days I don't, but today I don't. That was a decision I made and that was that. Anyway, um, yeah, so we are not on speaking terms. I have not heard back from him, which I have expected to because I was so used to us arguing and fighting. I don't think people realized like how much we argued and how much we fought. We would get into arguments all the time. And, you know, sometimes it was me being insecure and sometimes it was me wanting to fight just to fight but a lot of the times it was me being a secret it was me not getting the like love that I needed or not getting the attention I needed or feeling like I was second place or feeling like I he did not like me or feeling like I was just being used for sex um especially in these last like the last few months that we talked to each other or we're seeing each other um and he would tell me, no, I'm not using you for sex. That turned out to be a lie. Again, the man is a compulsive and pathological liar in every aspect of his life. If you are his friend, you best believe. Do not believe a single thing he tells you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Do not believe a single thing that man ever tells you. He lied about how he and I met. He lied about how he and I broke up. He told everyone in his life different stories about me and how we met and how we broke up. Like every single thing this man has told you is a lie. And I bet you, I will bet a hundred dollars that he has talked shit about you. If you are his friend, he has talked shit about you to me. And I could tell you the most evil shit he has said about you. And you would not believe it. <laughs> but you should believe it because that man is a pathological liar. Even his closest friends, he talks shit about. Anyway, anyway, I'm leaving this in. <laughs> I'm letting this all out. This is like some kind of catharsis. Um, but lately, since that month, since he and I last like spoke, it wasn't even speaking. It was me yelling and being angry. Um, two weeks before that, we had had our last conversation where he said that I deserved better and I, you know, should get better and I should not not get better myself, but like that I should go out and get better and that I deserve a lot more happiness than being with him and. He's he had always said that in our relationship and I was always just like no I love you I love you I love you and now I'm like no you're right I do deserve better and hearing his own friends and hearing my friends say you do deserve better I said that weird you do deserve better <laughs> but I do I deserve better and if a man is telling you that you deserve better than him you do or not even a man if your partner is telling you i you deserve better i think you deserve more than me you deserve happiness you do you deserve way better than them no matter how much emotional manipulation they're doing no matter how much gaslighting they're doing no matter what they're doing or saying you deserve way better than them and i know it takes a long time to really believe it because even now, I have not spoken to this man in a while. And he and I have been broken up, like officially broken up for over a year. And it it's taken even now for me to believe like, yes, I do deserve better. Yes, I deserve so much more than this. 
it takes a long time. And especially if you're in a relationship that was so long and you've convinced yourself you can't do better, you can. You just have to be better for yourself. And it's hard. And especially if like you don't have hobbies, like I didn't have hobbies, but today actually my best friend and I were out and I wanted to watercolor like learn how to watercolor and I wanted to paint and like my best friend is incredible he does jewelry he does art he made his own arcade in his closet like he's always doing something really fun and creative and he has tons of hobbies and we're at the store and I was picking out watercolors and there was this pack and it had so many fucking colors in it and I was like Jacob this is like really stressful I don't know there's so many watercolors in here like there's too many options there's too many choices and he looked at me he's like bitch you need a hobby (laughs) and I was like you're right I do need a hobby (laughs) so I'm like learning about having my own hobbies having my own thing like trying to figure out who I am especially after getting out of a relationship that was so long and so toxic and like emotionally abusive (laughs) in many ways um kind of figuring it out but I'm I won't be facetious uh I don't think that's the right word I I won't front and I won't say like I've been doing great I've been figuring myself out it's been a pretty like difficult time I think initially when I first got out of the relationship a year ago, 2019, I was feeling really good and I was in a really like great spot in my life because I finally made the choice on my own and I decided I'm choosing me and I'm doing what I want and I was so active and I mean the world was different, right? It was pre-COVID. I was able to go out and meet people and do things and you know, I was able to have the life I kind of always envisioned for myself because I could go out and do things. And now it's really different where I have to like learn how to have hobbies and learn how to do things in a world that is like vastly different and a world where I can't go outside. And I don't mean like, I think we all kind of understand the term like outside, right? We understand that like outside isn't, oh, I'm just going to the park. Outside is like, I can't go out and like go to the bar, sit in a restaurant. I still feel very uncomfortable sitting in a restaurant or sitting in a coffee shop or going out and doing things. I just feel kind of weird about it. Um, The one or two times I have over like the year, I was so uncomfortable and I just didn't like it. So it's just, I don't know. I I can't go outside. So I'm learning how to like have hobbies by myself where it's just me doing a thing. So learning how to paint was really cool. And, you know, getting back into reading that isn't academic-based, where I can just read for the leisure of it. Or just, like, learning how to do shit. I want to learn how to make rugs. I want to learn how to, like, do all this stuff. And it's interesting and it's fun, but it's also hard because I'm stuck and I'm sitting in my thoughts and I'm kind of just replaying our entire, like, relationship over and over and over and over again and thinking about, like, all the times that I've felt really shitty and I don't know, I've just kind of been sitting in this funk, right? I'm going nowhere and I feel like I've healed, right? Or I feel like I've moved on, but I'm just sitting here stuck in it. And I don't like that. So that's why I've been trying to go out and get new hobbies and go out and do new stuff. But then I can't really go outside and it's just complicated, right? But it's so... 
Today, I saw this TikTok. Again, I know TikTok. But I saw this TikTok where this girl was like, do you miss them? Really? Or, I don't remember exactly what she said, but to sum it up, she basically said, are you mad that they aren't chasing you and that they aren't trying to come back to you or they're out here trying to be happy and like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, shit. She's like, ego's one hell of a drug. And I was like, my ego really kind of gets in the way where I, f- I felt like, well, what the fuck? Like, you're not here trying to chase me. You're not here trying to grovel at my feet. Like, it's very egotistical. I'm a Leo. I'm a fixed sign. And I'm a fucking Leo. I'm the fucking sun. <laughs> you better be groveling at my feet. That's how I've always felt, right? And that kind of snapped me and I was like oh wait I don't miss that I just want someone to chase me and that's what felt good not actually being with them because I found an old diary of mine from 2018 which is a really rough year in my life but I found a diary and in this diary I was talking about how I was unhappy in my relationship. I was talking about how I was so unhappy with him and how I felt like I wasn't doing things right and how all we did was argue and how I felt he was always mad at me and I was always doing something wrong and I could never make him happy. I could never fix it. And I was talking about that in 2018. I was talking about how I was unhappy in 2018. And from that diary entry, it took me Sorry, I'm changing rooms right now. Um, in that, from writing that diary entry, it took me a year to finally break up with him. And then here I am in 2021, upset. And that also kind of snapped me. And I was like, wait, why the fuck am I upset? I've been trying to leave this person for years. I haven't felt happy for years. And I think it's just that comfortability, right? I was comfortable. It was this person that like knew me so inside and out. Or I thought that they knew me so inside and out. And I thought I knew them inside and out. Turns out I didn't. And I don't think anyone ever does know him. And I don't think anyone ever will. And that's his cross to bear. And that's his life. And it's sad for him. And I don't have to care anymore. <laughs> like not having to care anymore. And I think the past month I've been thinking, well, what is he doing? What is he up to? God, I don't want him to be happy. I don't want, I don't want this. Like, he doesn't deserve it. And I, I've been kind of like eating at myself. Thinking more about this other person who does not matter. This other person who I've been so unhappy with for years. I'm letting this person consume my mind. And for the for the last like couple weeks, I've just been like, every time I think about him, I think it doesn't matter. What am I doing? Like, that's what matters. What am I doing? How am I living my life? I've been sitting and I've been thinking like, how is he spinning this like fucked up thing that he did? How is he trying to make himself be the victim again? How is he trying to make himself look good and make me look bad? How is, you know, I don't want his friends to like hate me now. And I don't want 
I don't want these people to have this perception of me, especially his friends who I, I still, to this day, hold in really high esteem, who I really love and who I will always love and cherish. I think I miss his friends more than I miss him. All his friends. It's funny that like some of his friends had come into my work. I don't know. It was like three weeks ago. It probably was like less. I don't know time anymore, but like they came into my work. And I was so nervous. I felt like I was going to throw up. I was telling my coworkers, I think I'm going to throw up. I feel so nervous. I'm so scared. I wanted to cry. And I talked to them and it was amazing. And I don't mean like, oh my God, it was amazing. It was just like really wonderful to like see them and hear their voices again and like see them like fully. So I was like, oh, I miss his friends more than I miss him. I miss those memories I have with them as a group more than him individually because even on the days when he and I were like arguing and I just felt so alone and I felt so isolated and I felt like oh my god I don't want to do this anymore he would be like hey me and my friends are hanging out tonight do you want to come and I would say yes because oh I get to see his friends I get to hang out with them so that's what I've been thinking about right I've been so consumed with like how are his friends going to perceive me? How is he mixing the story to pers- like to make me look bad? And then I was like, well, what if he's not talking about me at all? And then that made me sad. <laughs> and then I was like, why the fuck does it matter? Why am I being so consumed about what I think this person is saying about me when it doesn't matter? What matters is what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> Isn't that really funny? But like... What matters is what I'm doing with my life and the relationships that I'm building and the life that I am building for myself. And it really is ego getting in my way where I keep, I'm, I feel healed. I feel fine from it, right? Like I feel okay, but I'm pulling myself back into this place. I'm living in my mind and not seeing the beautiful relationships that I have around me. I'm so consumed with this like old sense of self because it's comfortable because I know her. I know how she feels. I know how she rationalizes things. I know what she does. I know her coping mechanisms. I know who she is. I know that person. And I'm not letting myself get to know this new person. I'm not letting myself get to know the new me. Because it's scary because I don't know what she's like. I don't know what she's into. I don't know how she copes now. I don't know, like, you know, I don't know anything about her. But I have to be willing to get to know her. Because she is the, I don't want to say she's the new me, but like, she is the me I'm trying to become. Like, I'm trying to become this new person and I envisioned my life to be a certain way or had dreams for myself and in order for me to get there I have to allow myself to get to know this new me to (laughs) this is gonna sound fucking bananas but in order to get to the me I want to be I have to allow myself to get to know the me now and not be stuck in the me of the past which is hard it's really fucking hard to do 
and sometimes it's scary and sometimes I don't want to do it but like in order for me to like live my fucking life and do what I want to do I have to let that old shit die like it's like in fucking Star Wars and I know everyone's gonna talk shit about (laughs) me not not me I'm not saying this but like everyone's gonna talk shit about this part where like of the last jedi because everyone talks shit about the last jedi but i really loved the part and i know he didn't mean it this way but when kylo ren says let the past die to ray and i know he means it in a different context and i know like you know i know what he means by it especially like in the movie but when he said let the past die i took that shit with me and ran with it (laughs) i remember seeing that like let the past die and it was right around the time my friend had died. And I was like, I have to let the old me die. Because the, that me does not exist anymore. And I'm going to talk about like how to deal with like friends dying one day. Because that's its like, whole own thing. But I remember watching that movie and seeing that. And I was like, I have to let the old me die. And I let her die. I have to let this old me die. But I also have to, like, respect her and, like, nurture her and be like, it's okay for you to go. Like, it's okay for this old me to go. Because the new me, I don't want to be like, oh, it's going to be so much better and you're going to be so much more improved. It's, the new me is different. And the new me has goods and bads just like how the old me did. And this new me needs to be nurtured and loved like a baby like i'm basically learning how to like fucking baby myself and raise myself because i've let this old version of me pass this old version of me die this old version of me go and i have to kind of like raise and nurture this new one scary but fun i'm learning a lot about myself and i'm learning a lot about how i interact with people i've been paying attention to that like how i interact with people and how I make new friends and how I interact with old friends and how I nurture certain relationships. And like before I was so uncomfortable with silence. I was so uncomfortable with silence. And now I'm just comfortable with it. And in like group settings where I'm with my friends and conversations just lull. I used to be so uncomfortable. I used to try to fill the conversation. I was just like, oh my God, I have to be funny. I have to make jokes. Ah, And now I'm just like, oh, there's a lull. That's fine. It doesn't mean they don't like me. It doesn't mean I don't like them. It doesn't mean anything. It's just there's a lull in the conversation. And that's okay. Like I'm learning a lot about my like my dynamics with people. And my dynamics with myself. And it's cool. And it's interesting. And I feel like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon. Like I've been cocooning. <laughs> Sounds fucking weird. But I've been cocooning for a very long time. More than I should have, but I'm cocooning and I'm just finally like breaking out a little bit. And that's what it feels like. I don't know what the future has to hold. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited for anything that comes my way. Excited for like, I don't know, make new memories, meet new people. And I've been talking to my best friend, Jacob, who again is an angel, um, And I've been talking to him and I was just like, what makes me think that my fucking soulmate was someone I met when I was 20? And I know I kind of had built it up up in my head 
and he and I had kind of built it up together where it's like, oh, this relationship, it's like meant to be and this is supposed to happen and this is like divinely sent to us and, you know, we had seen the, what's it called, the the psychics and the tarot readers and we come across all these people and they all said, yeah, this is your soulmate, this is your soulmate, this is your soulmate, every single time, always told us that. And when we, even when we were separate, like, I would go to the tarot reader on my own. He would go to the tarot reader on my own. They would always talk about that. I would always get in my readings. Yep, this is it. This is your soulmate. You found this person. You found it. So I convinced myself, like, yes, this was the person I was supposed to be with. Like, yes, it's, like, ordained by God. Like, I have this very fantastical ideal of, like, love. Where love and God or the universe are intimately connected like love and god are the same thing to me love and the universe are the same thing to me like they are they are the same so every time that he and i would argue or i would feel really shitty i would think like oh no 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 this is like it's hard right now, but we're we're supposed to be together and it's ordained by God and like, you know, the universe pulled us together. We are divine, feminine and masculine, like all that, right? Convinced myself that this was true. And you know what? I don't know the universe. I don't know how the universe works. I don't know how God works. I don't know how it works. I don't know what plan is in store. I have no fucking clue. No idea. And maybe maybe the, he and I are. My ex and I are. Maybe everything that I've been saying is true. It is divinely blah, 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 blah. Maybe it is. But maybe it's not. And maybe I convinced myself of it. And I think I did. Because I wanted it so desperately to work. I was talking to, with a friend of mine. And I was saying how... I wanted to be the person that met their soulmate and met their person at a young age and just stuck with them. I wanted to be the person that only had one boyfriend. I wanted to be that person where I already met who I was supposed to be with and I've been with them for my whole life. I wanted that to be me. I was like kind of proud of it. Even my mom would tell me like, yeah, I think I think this is the only relationship you're going to like be in. I think you're going to marry him. Like, you're just going to be with him for the rest of your life. It, it, people around me would kind of, like, solidify that. Even my own best friend. Like, he was, in, he was in a relationship at the same time. And he was convinced like that about his boyfriend, too. And I think it's the first boyfriend effect. Where you think the first boyfriend is going to be it. But it's not. <laughs> Which is so wild. I feel like I should have had this experience as a teenager, but I didn't date as a teenager. Again, I got into a relationship when I was 20. as my first boyfriend. I don't know how any of this shit works. Now I'm off to the second boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God. Like, or the second partner, whoever I'm going to be with. Like, the second one? Holy shit. Like, I never thought I was going to have have a second one. What the fuck? So it's just kind of like unlearning that and unpacking that and like trying to grow from it. If that makes sense. If any of this makes sense. I feel like I say that a lot. Like, does this make sense? Because I don't fucking know. (laughs) 
if anything I say makes sense. <laughs> I have no clue. But I don't know. I just want to get on here and talk about that. And I feel like I talked like a mile a minute because I'm just jonesing to get all this shit out. I'm like, oh, get out, get out. Get out of my brain. Shoo. Shoo fly. <laughs> get out of my brain. So that's what I've been thinking about. I'm trying not to be in my head so much. I got to get the fuck out of my head. I got to get back into my journaling. I was journaling really consistently for a minute. And then I just was like, oh, no, I'm tired. I don't want to. (laughs) I'm trying to find my light again. And I'm finding it. It's not lost. It's in me. I just kind of got to get the moths off of it. You gotta like shoo the bugs away from it and then there's the light. And I have to remind myself it's not just the light bulb because I am a Leo. It is not just the light bulb. It is not just that light I'm looking for, that light bulb light I'm looking for. It is not some LED light I'm looking for. It is the motherfucking sun. That's the light I'm looking for and that's the light that's inside of me. And that's the light I'm on my way to. And I don't know, you might think this sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care anymore because I don't care about other people's opinions anymore. And I don't care about what other people are doing with their lives. Not in a like, yes, I do care as like someone who lives in this society. And yes, I care as someone who is a communist and I care about people's lives. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just like, I don't care about like the bullshit I've been talking about for the last like 30 minutes. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care what you're doing with your life. I don't care what the fuck is going on. I don't care because I care what I'm doing with my life and the people that are in my circle. Like, I just, I care about, like, what is my life going to look like? So every time I think, what is that person doing? I, I don't fucking care. I care about me and my life and my future and my friendships and my relationships and me. Which is, like, the first time in my life I've ever done that. The first time I've thought about me and what I want and what I want to do and what I like and who I am. And putting myself first and never put myself first. People might say otherwise, but I was never putting myself first. Now I get to put myself first. And now it is me who matters. And that's fucking sick. (laughs) That's fucking cool. And I love it. So yeah, that's that. Um, I rambled for 30 minutes, but I always ramble. That's all I do. I talk and I talk and I talk and I don't shut the fuck up. And now that I'm finding my light again, now that the moths are getting shooed away from the light bulb, now that I'm finding myself again, now I'm not going to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Now I'm going to talk even more. (laughs) So if we hang out and I don't shut up, you know why. I am having a great time. So I don't know. That's that. I will... um, get on here again i kind of view this as like a diary like a a verbal diary because sometimes i just writing it all out my my brain does not go as fast as my pen does so speaking it going from brain to mouth is way easier than brain to pen 
So if you listen to this, I appreciate you for listening to this. If you don't listen to it, that's fine too. I appreciate you still. Um, yeah, that's what I got to say. So I will talk to you later. You will hear my voice again. I don't know when. I don't know about what. But you will hear it again. And I love you. And I think you're cool. And I think I'm cool. And we're all cool. And we're all going to be fine. You're going to get through what you're getting through. And you're going to be fine. You're going to find your light. I promise. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye.